Welcome to The Anchor. Please join us for the next 15 minutes as people from our region share their stories of hope and overcoming life's difficulties. Good morning and welcome to The Anchor. I'm Deb Hickey along with my co-host Rhonda Hardy. Good morning, Rhonda. Good morning, Deb. How are you this morning? I am wonderful. I'm so thankful that we get to be on together again and talk about November the 8th. We're looking forward to the vote ahead of us. And we've been talking this season um, all about the importance of voting, America and Christianity and our foundation. It's all ties together because America is a Christian nation. And that reminds me, if you have missed some of our shows this season, we are now, you are now able to go to our Facebook page, The Anchor, and touch our logo, and you'll be able to download any of our past shows this season. Also, or you could go to iTunes and find The Anchor. And there are other shows called The Anchor, and you just need to scroll over, find our logo, and download our shows from there because we have been talking about revival and reviving America. America is important to not only you and I here in the United States but to the whole world and speaking of revive and revive us last night Rhonda wants to share she got to go hear Kurt Cameron in this fabulous fabulous called revive us. Rhonda talk to us about this. Oh it was so exciting Debbie. I wish everybody could go to it because it really opens your eyes and it helps us to see where we are as a nation and just a strategy they put out there, especially for Christians. And I think our message today is going to be geared more towards the Christian, um, but just because of the people that we're going to be talking about, that we're speaking at this event, and, you know, a Christian isn't someone who's better than anyone else and this is one thing they were bringing out about that just because we call ourselves a christian doesn't mean we're better than anyone else it means we needed someone to help us to walk in the righteousness which is what we've been talking about in the last few weeks righteousness and justice are the foundation of god's throne and righteousness and justice are to be the foundation of our nation because that's what we were founded upon amen and you know um but it's not our righteousness, and that's what I wanted to bring out. Just because we call ourselves a Christian does not mean we're better than anyone else, and we shouldn't think that way. We shouldn't act that way because it's not our righteousness that we're depending upon. It's Jesus Christ and his righteousness, and that makes all the difference in the world. We can't be right without him, without what he calls is right, and so last night it was just awesome and they showed at the end this whole the satellite of all of the theaters that were showing this and you know who were at these theaters across america and just to know that you were there with the family of god and that's what they were calling it this is a family meeting we're coming together tonight to pray for our nation to talk about strategy for our nation and um, so it was, it was so exciting because we turned this theater into a worship place. We stood when they said to stand just like you would in a church service, and we sang with the worship team 
that was up there on the screen, you know, and we prayed together. We pledged the allegiance to the flag together, it, and we all listened together, and it was very, very powerful. You could just feel the presence of God in the theater, you know, and so, but the different speakers were such as many people will know, Ben Carson, of course, he was one of the candidates this year. And he's endorsing Donald Trump. He was one of them that was there. James McDonald, Francis Chen, and Jennifer Rothschild. And I just want to speak a few minutes about Jennifer Rothschild. I had heard of her, but I did not know anything about her. And her message, when Kurt Cameron was announcing her, her message was so unique because he was saying, she has a vision that I have never, um, I've never realized before. And it's so unique because he said she could see beyond. And he just kept saying this about this woman having this vision about America and hope for our nation, you know. But the reason why he was saying that is this woman is blind. Oh, my. And so what could she see that we couldn't see? She was a good listener and a good, good. She knew the word of God from the front and the back. Talking about how the word of God is our true north. Yes. You know, and pointing us to who we are and whose we are. If we just know that, just think of somebody who's blind, though, and just to have that in their heart so deeply because they can't see what's going on around them. No. All they can do is hear. Yes. But when they when they are, you know, so focused in the word of God and know the word of God, like she knew the word of God. And knows who she is in Christ and know whom, whose she is, mm-hmm. you know. Yes. I mean, it was powerful, wow. the, the word that she was sharing and reminding us of that. You know, that was, that was what she was sharing, which I thought was such a blessing. And she kept calling us, we are a people of hope. We have this hope within us. Yes. We have Jesus in us. Yes. This is our hope. This is the hope of our nation. She mentioned Daniel 4.17. They also had people... Um, writing questions, you know, sending questions through Facebook or whatever. And then they started answering them with this panel of speakers also. And one of the questions was, how do I process through all of what's going on in our nation? You know, the anxiety of it all, you know, and just the worry of what, what's going to take place in the future for my children and, you know, all this. And, and of course she just flat out, just plain, you know, she wasn't, um, ready for this question you know she didn't know somebody was going to ask her this question but she just answered it so easily Daniel 4 17 the most high God rules over the kingdoms of the world you know if we just let that resonate and give us peace he's the one who's in control of everything he's the one who sets the kings in their position and takes them out of their position you know I mean we can rest in him and then she also shared in 2 Corinthians 4, 16 through 18, that Daniel 4 would be more for our nation, but 2 Corinthians 4, 16 would be more for ourselves um, as far as the anxiety for our light affliction, which is but for a moment is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, eternity. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. I thought that was such a blessing. They went on to share how America's problem, Kurt was sharing this after the other speakers had shared different 
things about um, America and strategy, he went on to kind of summarize. And America's problem is a heart problem. Yes. It's a heart problem with our God. And as we and we've been talking about this, Debbie. Yes. You know, in the past weeks, the whole foundation of our nation, and we can actually open the door to the enemy, and there can be gaps in our wall. Oh yes. You know. Yes. To let in the enemy. And we are seeing that little by little. But as we come together, yes. we work together and we build up that wall of protection by prayer and by coming back to our roots and allowing God back in our schools and allowing God in our homes, you know, yes. and and uh, raising our family in godly principles, you know, the whole fabric of our society. It, it's going to make all the difference in the world. So their strategy was Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 9, which is such an awesome uh, scripture and they call it Israel called it the Shema and actually the pilgrims who came over brought this with them and they put it on what I've never seen this monument before but many of you listeners might have seen it the monument to the forefathers which is in Plymouth Massachusetts and it has all of these different things um, written on it but and they also brought the Shema and which is Deuteronomy 6, which is all about this is the commandment and these are the statutes and judgments which the Lord your God has commanded to teach you that you may observe them in the land which you are crossing over to possess. Well, we crossed over to possess America. Exactly. That you may fear the Lord your God to keep all his statutes and his commandments which I command you, you and your son and your grandson all the days of your life that your days may be prolonged. Therefore, hear, O Israel, hear, America, and be careful to observe it, that it may be well with you, and that you may multiply greatly as the Lord God of your fathers has promised you, a land flowing with milk and honey. And this is the part I wanted to get to. Hear, O America. The Bible says, hear, O Israel. But Israel is our example. Hear, O America, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. There's only one true God. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and, talk, and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates and what he did was say it starts with our heart yes we need to have this in our heart we need to take it to our hands with action yes. and do it yes we need to give it to our family and pass it down to the next generation and then we need to take it to the gates and debbie we've talked about the gates oh yes the gates are a place of authority they're our culture they're every area of society we need to take it to the gates this is a strategy that yes. God wants us to have. This is the answer. God is our answer. Jesus is our answer. 25 million Christians in 2012 did not vote. Isn't that a shame? That's wrong. And exactly. We have a God-given right to make a difference. 25 million can make a difference. Huge difference, yes. And that's what we're here to do is to encourage everyone to go to the polls and vote. And one thing that you can do that they shared about, pledge to vote at myfaithvotes.org. Go there and pledge to vote and then go to the polls and vote 
and make a difference in our nation. Exactly, Rhonda. What you have shared is right. And what was going on with Kirk Cameron across the United States in local uh, cinemas, movie houses across the United States now twice, once last week, once again this week. It's uniting the body of Christ. And that is what we've got to be careful of. We've been going through PrayAsOne.org, which is a prayer, um, a prayer initiative um, every day that you can pray something that everyone across the country is praying. Also, we can pray for those who are in authority, which we need to do. We must pray for those people who are in authority, those who are now in authority, those who are going to go into authority. And as we finish up today, I do want to pray um, because prayer is what changes things. Prayer is what moves God. When we pray with faith, faith pleases the Lord. And today, Rhonda and I, unite with Rhonda and I, as we pray for those who are in authority, it is time, America, we need to take our country back for Christianity. Because when righteous people, people who are right with God, are in places of authority, the city is at peace. Cities, homes, there's peace then. There's joy, there's laughter. When the wicked are in place, then there is turmoil. And so today I ask you to please unite with us as we pray today. Heavenly Father, we pray, God, that God-fearing people would recognize that they are accountable to you for every decision and act we do. Heavenly Father, I pray for those who are unsaved, that you would draw them and bring them into an encounter with you, Lord Jesus, and they would begin to understand the truth, Lord, that you are the Son of God and that you love them and that you died for them and rose again and took their sins away and that they would be strengthened and encouraged in their faith in Jesus' name. I pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, that people would recognize that we are own inadequacies, and we would pray, and we would seek your will in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, that we would, would respect and honor our own parents, those people who are in, mm -hmm. in authority, yes. that they would respect and honor their own par parents mm -hmm. if they are living in the name of Jesus, mm -hmm. Father. I pray, Lord, in Jesus' name, Father, that we would have people in authority that are honest in their finances, their, ta their taxes, and their ethical matters, mm -hmm. all ethical matters, Father, that ethics would come back to all of us in Jesus' mm -hmm. name. Father, in Jesus' name, I also pray that those who are in leadership roles, that they would be generous and they would have compassionate hearts for the poor mm -hmm. and the needy in the name of Jesus. And Father, I ask you, Lord, that you would give those people courage who are in authority, courage to resist manipulation, pressure, and the fear of man. Father, I thank you today, God, for how you're working in the hearts and the minds of those people who are saved and unsaved, that you're bringing about a change, Lord Father God. I thank you, Lord, that we are alive for today, for such a time as this. Mm -hmm. We just thank you, God, that we have the, the, the chance to vote. Mm -hmm. And in the name of Jesus, we believe that every person who is registered to vote, yes. they will vote, and they yes. will vote just once in the name of Jesus, and there will be honor 
in our judicial system. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us today with on The Anchor. Hope you'll be with us again next week. God bless. If you would like to know more about resources mentioned in this interview, possible ministry opportunities, or to tell your own story on The Anchor, email us at anchoredintherock at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.